Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the KC Red Friday podcast. My name's Derek, and I'm here with... Wesley, switching it up today. Yeah. Our intros have always been a little awkward, so I thought maybe I would start. But hey, we're back with another podcast to review last Sunday's game and get you ready for this matchup coming this Sunday. So first, let's start with the Eagles game. We were close. We were close with our game prediction. Eagles had a garbage time touchdown there right at the end, but the Chiefs are back in the winning column. Yeah, no, we are. We defeated the Eagles 42-30 to in, I mean, a no-punt game. No I mean, punts. That, that was the big thing. I mean, we... Mahomes had five touchdowns, uh, one pick. We can get into that a little later. Um, but, I mean, our offense looked like looked good. Our O-line looked good. There were a couple pressures, but kind of rookie mistakes, I think, on the O-line. But other than that, we ran the ball well. We threw the ball well. We converted on third down. So I thought it was a great game by our offense. It was a great, great performance by the offense. It was good to see them get back into sync. They cleaned up the turnovers. I said it last week. You're going to have to live with Mahomes' picks. I don't care if he has a pick a game. Mm -hmm. He could have 17 picks this season. I don't care because the dude's a gunslinger, and you're going to get a five-touchdown performance. One pick, yeah, he was trying to thread the needle in there to Travis Kelsey, and and, and I'll take that. But overall, I thought ball security was so much improved. Uh, Tyreek Hill... Uh, was close to a touchdown, um, and he kind of reached out with his hand and touched the pylon. But if you noticed, he had the ball tucked away because I think they emphasized ball security. Yeah, I think that was something that the Chargers last week definitely noticed in their film. Um, They wanted to create turnovers, and they did create turnovers. I mean, I think ball security has been an issue with our um, wide receivers and running backs for a while now, and I I think the Chargers game was kind of a wake-up for that kind of thing. But, I mean, one of the best things I think about this game was Andy Reid coming back to his oh, yeah. alma mater, however you want to call <laughs> Going it. Going back to Philly. Where, where the funny thing about, about Philly fans, Eagles fans, is that they loved, they still love, but they loved Andy Reid, mm-hmm. but they were just tired of losing in the playoffs. And they thought, you know what? We need a different coach. We need a different philosophy. They tried Chip Kelly. That was a disaster. But I think after they got over the initial sending off of Andy Reid, I think Andy Reid is loved in Philly. No, I I think he is. I mean, as Chiefs fans, we know we have kind of a short-term, you know, hatred for our team sometimes, you know, our defense, players. But once you look at the grand scheme of things, what Andy Reid was able to do in Philly and now, you know, with the Chiefs getting his 100th win, as a chief, which I think is fantastic. First coach in history That's right. to have two 100 wins with two different teams. I think that was just great to see. Great to see Andy succeed and great to see him back in Philly. Well, I think you hear it from ex-players, former players of Andy Reid. Everyone speaks so highly of Coach Reid, not only as a coach, but as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Marcus Peters, you know, when he left, uh, Kansas City. He even spoke highly of Andy Reid. Yeah, and uh, so everyone loves Andy. So congratulations, Coach Reid. A hundred wins as a Chief, and I think he's going to keep on piling up the wins. Well, let's keep talking a little bit about the Eagles game. Of course, the offense was clicking, and I think I haven't looked it up. I think it was a career day for Tyree Kill. He had 11 catches, 186 yards, three touchdowns, including that great 
touchdown catch and run in the fourth quarter. I think it was a career day for Hill. Yeah, I think I think I don't know statistically if it was. Um, I think it's the most receptions he's had in a while. Uh, definitely the most yards he's had since Tampa Bay last year um, in the regular season. And and three touchdown game by any wide receiver is amazing. Oh yeah. When when I think the Eagles decided they're going to take out Travis Kelsey of the game, and this is what happens when you do that. When you don't play the deep ball properly, when you don't press wide receiver, you know Tyree Kill. You're definitely going to see him succeed, and we've seen it time and time again, and it happened again today. Um, another person who I think had a great game, two back-to-back great games, was Clyde. Um, yes. Alaire had a great game with over 100 yards rushing for two weeks in a row. And I think you're finally starting to see, especially the offensive line, that right side, be more cohesive in making huge holes for Clyde to run. And Clyde is having great vision. And he's able to to take one cut and go, and he he's he's succeeding in the run game. Yeah, and that was exciting. I said early on, I think in our very first podcast, sort of previewing the whole season, that I thought this improved offensive line would make uh, holes for Clyde. And in this game, you saw it in particular. Now, obviously, it was light boxes, mm-hmm. uh, but Clyde, I was so happy to see him get a hundred yards rushing. Not only that, but the the getting the running game going. The Chiefs had long, sustained drives, and that's what this offense needs to do. Long, sustained drives, because what it does is it tires out the opposing team's defense and allows our defense to rest. And it looked like Mahomes at time was hesitant, because I think Mahomes had under 300 yards passing. uh, And he was hesitant at time to go for the deep ball, which at first I'm like, come on, let it rip. But at the end, kind of thinking about and reviewing this game sort of in my mind, man, I'm glad Mahomes is taking what the defense is giving him. They're matriculating the ball down the field. That's old school Chiefs football. I think they need to continue with that. Of course, Mahomes can get the big gains when he needs it. Uh, But yeah, you know, Kelsey didn't get much action. And I, I couldn't quite see. I noticed, though, when the Chiefs would go in motion, um, I wasn't seeing any shifting from the defense indicating they were playing zone. Normally, Kelsey just eats up zone, uh, but maybe they were bracketing him. Maybe it was a zone that was like leaning heavy towards Kelsey. But defenses can choose. Take away Hill, take away Kelsey. Whoever they take away, the other player is going to go off for a big game. Yeah, and, and an, I think an important thing to recognize, though, is is with Kelsey, he was still impactful for taking away defenders for other people. Right. Um, I think that you saw it on the Fortson touchdown um, kind of goal line where Kelsey was the reason that touchdown happened. He, whatever, a fake being confused or whatever it was. (laughs) I loved it. um, Whatever he was doing, he was the reason that Fortson was able to, you know, get that shovel pass and get in. I think, though, I'm a little worried, though. I know we just signed Josh Gordon. I'm a little worried about injuries. Seeing, uh, you know, Kelsey get bracketed, you know, or whatever happened, uh, Kelsey being targeted by the Eagles defense to let him have a smaller game. And Hill obviously had a big game, but what happens when one of those players goes down? Um, I know you never want to think about injuries, but I think it's going to be, hopefully we don't have any injuries, but I think it'll be interesting to see if we do have uh, a slight injury there. Well, we've talked enough about the offense. I mean, that is, I mean, that's what we want to talk about from that Eagles game. By the way, I just looked it up and it was not a career day for Tyreek Hill. In the regular season Bucks game, he had uh, 13 receptions, 269 yards, three touchdowns. 
but still a great day for Tyreek Hill in that offense. Now, on the other side of the field, the defense. Oh, boy, the defense. Man, okay, before we get into our critiques, though, there were some good things. Yes, definitely. Finally, red zone defense, Mm -hmm. holding them to field goals instead of touchdowns. Because if we would have blown it again in the red zone, this could have been a Chiefs loss. So hats off to the defense in the red zone, holding them to a couple of field goals. That helped a lot. Yeah, no, it helped a lot. Um, I think that was that was definitely the highlight of the defense. Uh, you know, it was almost <laughs> looking back to the Bob Sutton area or era of bend don't break, right? Because man, we there was a lot of bending. <laughs> there was a lot of bending, and I, I think you were missing Ward. Um, you know, our cornerbacks are have always been a weak point of the team. However, I think with our linebacker play and our DN play, I don't think we've been talking about it too much. Um, but our cornerbacks, I mean. It's a ragtag group of people. It's yeah. not, you know, first round pick, no. you know, or you know, or it's a couple former first round picks, but you know, it's no one who's really gonna be scared of. Someone you can put on an island. Obviously, we have Sneed. Sneed's kind of been used in the slot yeah. uh, lately, and he hasn't looked as good as he looked in his rookie season. However, he's still a stud, still pretty good. But it's kind of becoming a problem where when a receiver gets one on one with our cornerbacks. Or, you know, a cornerback has to get one-on-one with a tight end. We're just not making the plays we need to make. Not making the plays. And uh, Spag's defense requires a pass rush. And Chris Jones is drawing a lot of double team, getting chipped. Mike Dana, you know, has actually shown, you know, two back-to-back pretty good games. I mean, but Mike Dana is a role player. Mm -hmm. As a role player, like today he had two sacks. And as a role player rotating in, I mean, I think he's great. But we need Frank Clark. We need a healthy Frank Clark. We need a 2019 playoff Frank Clark because without a good pass rush, because really the Chiefs were depending on the blitz. If they're getting any pressures on the blitz. Yeah, and I mean, with Dana's sacks, you could definitely see that they were from where Jalen Hurts couldn't find anyone and right. kind of scramble where they were long plays that didn't develop into anything until Mike Dana was able. Not saying that Mike Dana was a problem. He played a good game, and I mean, but he's a good rotational piece. But like you said, Spags needs a pass rush for his defense to work, and right now we're not getting there very quick. No, Um, On the inside, we're not, and on the outside especially, we're definitely not getting there. Yeah, and that's frustrating. We really thought with Jaron Reed coming in and just sort of the the kind of preseason and camp that that, that that interior of the defensive line had, you know, we really thought with Wharton taking, you know, another step this year, we'd get more interior pressure, just not getting a lot of pressure. And I thought Hertz played pretty well, particularly in the first half. Because mm-hmm. when we did get pressure, I mean, Hertz was throwing off his back foot and being yeah. accurate with the football. I think Hertz had nearly 400 yards passing. Now, again, a lot of that was in garbage time. Uh, I don't know why in under two minutes you're still throwing the ball down the field. Uh, exposing your receivers to potential injuries, yeah. but but Hertz Hertz played Hertz pr- played well even under the little bit of pressure that we were able to get on him. But we have to get consistent pressure because man, when you look at the linebackers and the DBs, it's not getting any better. And it's from it's from everyone. Matthew had a couple missed tackles. Yeah. Um, it's not, and I think that the sloppy tackling and communication issues are still here in this game. I was hoping it would be fixed, take a couple, 
you know, weeks to kind of get into it. However, we saw where there were communication issues yeah. and there were especially tackling issues. Yeah. Oh, they, I think that on the broadcast, if I remember right, they even called out uh, one play. There were three missed tackles. I didn't look up the final count of missed tackles, but it was not good. So they weren't tackling as well. Still got communication issues. And then we just have a lack of athleticism on the field. We need Willie Gay back and you know who else. And hey, we saw more Juan Thornhill. I didn't get a snap count. We saw more Juan Thornhill. That made me happy. But I'm going to be saying it week after week until Juan Thornhill is in there for 100% of the snaps. Spags, we need Juan Thornhill. And and you know that I thrashed Ben Neiman. However, I think this was Ben Neiman's best game so far. I think the linebacker that was getting us in more trouble was Nick Bolton. Yeah. Uh, you know, he is a second round pick. He's got more time to, he needs more time to develop. However, you can see the athleticism. That's not something that can be taught. That's something you just have. And it's, it's becoming a, a problem. I know, however, he's not necessarily playing the position of, you know, stretching the field. Right. He's not, right. He's, he's not the will he's playing the yes. Sam. He's eventually going to take Anthony Hitchens and play the Mike. He, I mean, we're going to have Willie Gay, hopefully, as the will going on, uh, going forward. But still, even in the base defense, we were getting killed in the slant game and anything, tosses, anything going towards the side boundary because yeah. our linebackers don't have the speed yep. to get there. And that just killed us. Yeah, that killed us. And another thing that killed us was we leaned, we again, leaned too much on the blitz. I think I saw a tweet by Nick Jacobs. Um, on Twitter talking about how when Spags gets annoyed and he gets angry at the defense, he just blitz. And it's a good thing to blitz. I like that we blitz. However, if that's the only way we can manufacture pressure, that's definitely going to become a problem. Yeah. Uh, The defense still has a lot of room to grow. But you know what? I'm happy with the win. Uh, We're back to 500. Uh, let's switch now and talk a little bit about uh, the game coming up Sunday night, a rematch of the AFC Championship game. This is actually the game we wanted to go to. We were looking at yep, tickets. Yep, definitely was. But, man, they're expensive. Sunday night against the Bills. It's going to be a great game. I think it'll probably be the game of the weekend. So I'm looking forward to it. No, yeah, I definitely think it'll be the game of the week. Um, it's a rematch of the AFC Championship game. Ticket prices were the highest I've ever seen, even for a primetime game at Arrowhead. Um, but I think it's going to be real um, interesting to see um, who is going to outscore who. Yeah, uh, The Bills' defense has been playing great. They just shut out. It was the Texans. Right. But... They did shut out the Texans, beat them, I think, 40 to 0, yeah. 34 to 0. Yeah. So, I mean, Josh Allen right now is playing some of the best football he's played um, this past three games. Now, they scored 40 on the Texans, but kicked like three or four field goals in a row. Allen was just okay uh, last week. He went 20 for 29, 240 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, that's, that's those are okay numbers. I mean, I'm wondering, though. People have been hyping Allen and Mahomes. I mean, I think like the national media has been trying to hype up some kind of rivalry for Mahomes and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Is it the Ravens? Well, maybe now because the Ravens finally beat us. But we've <laughs> beat the Bills every time we play them. But could this be the rivalry matchup that people have been talking about? I think the way the Bills are playing 
And with our struggles on defense, I think this could be a high-scoring shootout. Yeah, I, I that's what I would predict. I would predict a shootout. Bill's defense is solid. They're not playing as well as I think most people thought they would be. They played against the Texans. They shut them out. However, it's Davis Mills thrown into the fire, rookie quarterback. Um, I mean, this game he threw four picks, was 11 uh, 11 completions for 87 oh, yards. Was an awful performance. So it was an awful performance by the offense as a whole. Texans is a, a rebuilding organization. Right. Um, so, I mean, they, they're they struggling. Um, but I don't think that really showed how the Bills' defense played. I think that we've seen where the Bills don't play the Chiefs well. No, the they haven't. The defense doesn't. Their team, their defense does not match up against our speed. Um Obviously, they're still a good defense. They have good pass rush. However, I think I think our offense is a, a nightmare matchup for them. Yeah, it seems like Spags has really figured out Josh Allen. Uh, I just rewatched the AFC Championship game, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. Um, just pulled it up, and I forgot how well our defense played. I mean, again, Spags can scheme it up, but will the Chiefs' defense be able to execute? Right now, with the way we're playing, with the lack of athleticism on the field, I'm really concerned that Spags might have the right scheme. I just don't think right now we have the personnel to to dominate the the Bills like we did in the AFC Championship. Yes, I think with the injuries, we're definitely seeing it hurt us with Frank Clark being out, no matter how much you want to talk about how he's overpaid. I agree. However, it's, it's becoming an issue. Um on the edge, not having that guy who can get consistent, you know, rushing. And, you know, when he comes back, who knows how healthy he's going to be. I think we're also missing Ward. Yeah, He's not a great cornerback. However, he's a solid cornerback and probably the second best on our team. Yeah, next to Snead, probably so. I mean, I, I, I think, though, if, if the Chiefs are going to win, well, you know, I was praising the Chiefs' offense for those long, sustained drives against the Eagles. And I think Sunday night, if the Chiefs want to win, I mean, I think Mahomes can win a shootout, but I really think if they have those long 10, 11 mm-hmm. play drives for 75 yards, eat up clock, keep Josh Allen off the field, I think that's the way. But if I remember right, again, we always do this. We always go to the game preview and then reach back to the review. I think the Chiefs were 5-for-5 five five in the red zone, right? They, they definitely improved the red zone. So I think if we could have if we could have five trips to the red zone with these long drives that end in touchdowns, I mean that's thirty-five points. I think that I think that could do it because again we seem to pick off uh, Josh Allen when we play against him. I think that's going to happen again. Um, again, I, I don't I can't trust our defense to have a dominating performance, mm-hmm. but if we could just create one turnover, yeah. Uh, on defense, just one play, maybe make them punt. We didn't make the Eagles. Punt. Yeah, we didn't make them punt. Which, I, but something I do praise, and again, doing exactly what you just did, reach back to the game review. That's fine. Uh, our red zone defense stepped it up for. I don't know. I'm pretty sure before this game, every time the team, the opponent team, went to the red zone, they scored a touchdown. Every time, but one. I well, think one. we were like. 10 out of 11, something like that. It was awful. It was awful. Awful. And I think if we can do that again, which I think we can, if we score touchdowns on the offense, make the other team score field goals more so than touchdowns, I think that's the way we're going to have to win this next game. 
um, which I think will will be a shootout. I, I think at the end of the day, I want long sustained drives. But if we get down early, and honestly, that's the way the Chiefs have been playing. Yep. Not not so much in the Eagles game, but that we've been just in the Mahomes era. It seems like in these big prime time matchups. Yeah. Man, we're in a hole. So if we're in a hole, if we're down two scores going into the third quarter. Uh, Mahomes is just going to let it let it rip, and and it could turn into that kind of game. Could be a real shootout. All right, well, why don't we do some over-unders and, uh, for this game? And uh, how did we do last time? I think we were – I think if I look back to our over-unders from last week, uh, we had Mahomes, 300 yards, three touchdowns. Well, we picked the over. We were over on touchdowns but under on yardage. Thornhill snaps, I think we were we were under. I think we both took the under. Mm-hmm. Team sacks, 1.5, I think we got over. There was three sacks. Um, because Dana was, uh, got two and then Kelsey 95 yards receiving. I really thought in the Eagles game, Kelsey was gonna go off and he really didn't because Tyreek Hill went off, which I thought, I mean, I think any team watching the chiefs, I think your first target, if you're a defense is to slow down Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I, I think it is. I, I think slowing down Tyreek Hill because of how quickly he can score how quickly he can wear out that defense. Yep. I think it is important to 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 manhandle him pretty much on the line and make sure that he does not uh, have a monster game like he did today. Yep. I mean any any team watching film, you you have to, you got to have two people on Tyreek Hill. All right. Well, we talked about a shootout. Let's go, let's move on now with over/unders. We talked about a possible shootout. Let's go total points for the game. I'm going to set that at 59.5. You're going to take the over or the under on 59.5 total points. I mean, I think with what we have been saying uh, so far in this episode, I think we're we're both on the same page with it being over. Over. Um, Bills are a good team. They're a top contender in the AFC. Um, I don't know what the betting odds are, but I bet you they're, they're second or first right now. Yeah. Um, with um, how they're playing, how they're beating teams. So I'm going with the over uh, 59 and a half, 30 points apiece. I think the Chiefs are going to have to score 40 points to win. Um, and so I, I definitely would take the over. This could be like that Chiefs-Rams Monday <laughs> night game. It could How be. many points did they have in that I game? I think it was like – Was it – were they both scored 50, in the – They both scored 50. 50 was we were Look the that only, one up. Look we that were, one up. We were the only team to ever score 50 points and lose. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, now that was 2018. That was Mahomes' first year as a starter. And that was, shall we say his name, only one time on this podcast, the Bob Sutton defense. Oh, yeah, that was a shootout. Both teams got in the 50s. What was, uh, yeah, 54-51, Chiefs lost. I don't know if this game will get into the 50s. No. But I'm not going to give away my score prediction yet. But as much as I want it to be a more controlled, matriculating the ball down the field, I mean, I would love to win like Mm 31-24. That's what I want. That's what's in my heart. But my mind, uh, if I'm being honest and realistic, I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. So I'm going to smash the over on that. (laughs) I I think it's going to be... Uh, well, I won't give my a score prediction away yet, but I think it'll definitely be over 59.5. 
All right, let's look at Mahomes again. Again, I'm not going to do any Josh Allen over-unders because Mahomes is a better quarterback than Josh Allen. And I say that with a lot of respect to all of my Buffalo Bills fans, friends. I know they love Josh Allen. Josh Allen's a good quarterback. He's not Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I do want to see, though, uh, a throw-off in the offseason yeah. between Mahomes Do you think they might Allen. do it pre-game, just warming up you know they said they they'd be interested in doing hey, something like that I, I don't i don't think the trainers would allow them to do that but you know Mahomes throws one deep deep ball every game yeah as a or pre-game, pre-game. As, as a part yep. of his warm-up they've talked about too doing it in the offseason that's when they should do it when you know you before after otas and mini camps before training camp they have a lot of free time they should meet at a high school don't announce it just the two of them warm up <laughs> And I got my money on Patrick Mahomes. Okay, but over under for Mahomes in the Bills game. uh, Let's set it at at a nice kind of even 300 yards and three touchdowns uh, over under. What you got? I mean, I I think with us predicting a blowout, you know, with the total, not a blowout, excuse me, with a uh, lots of points, (laughs) I think Mahomes is going to have to throw over 300. um, Yeah. Three touchdowns for sure, but the 300 yards. See, today he had under 300 yards. It's true. However, I think Bill's rushing defense is a little better, so I think we'll have to rely on Mahomes' arm a little bit more because um, you know our run offense was great today. However, I do think that the Bills are a little better, so I, I, I'm going to go ahead and take the over. I think it'll be close to 300 yards, and I would take just a little over that. But I definitely think at least four touchdowns for Mahomes. Yeah, I think it's going to be closer to 400 yards, probably four touchdowns. Because I I hate it, and I'm going to hate it, but I'm going to say it ahead of time. The Chiefs are going to start with a deficit. They're going to start in a hole, and they're going to try to be patient in the first half and run the ball. Second half, Mahomes is going to throw the ball all over the yard. So I'm going to take the over 300 yards and three touchdowns. All right, let's, uh, let's switch over to the defense. We've been talking about Chris Jones. Um, well, we didn't talk so much last week, and we really haven't mentioned him this week in this podcast, but Chris Jones making the transition to defensive end from defensive tackle and uh, you know had a good start in the Browns game, and then I don't know if he has had a sack since week one. Um, now, he's drawing a lot of double team. We mentioned that in this podcast. Uh, he, he is because he's the premier pass rusher that we have on the team. So, of course, he's drawing all the attention. Uh, but let's uh, let's throw Chris Jones out there in the over-under. Let's say in the Bills game, 0.5 sacks over-under. In other words, is he going to be blanked again or will he at least get one sack? Well, you got over-under, 0.5. I, I think the, more in, the most important thing to take would be or to understand before would be if Frank Clark is going to play. That's true. I think that Chris Jones would have one sack at least if Frank Clark would play. However, I don't think Frank's going to play or he'll be on a limited snap. Uh, we don't know what's going on necessarily with his hammy. If he just pulled something or if it's a ser- more serious injury. I know it's the actually other hamstring that he hurt, I think, in previous seasons or right. had problems with. Um, so we'll just have to see, I think. Um, however, he's not. I don't think Frank's going to play, um, but... Um, I, I'm, I'm going to take the over, go with my heart, oh, oh, yeah. not my head. I'm going over. 
Well, you know, I've wanted Chris Jones to like take over and dominate a game. Like in the fourth quarter of Super Bowl 54, where he was getting pressure and batting balls mm-hmm. down. I mean, from a premier pass rusher, you want them in big moments yeah. to like take over a game. And I just think this might be it. Prime time. Sack Nation is back, baby. <laughs> We're taking the over. Chris Jones uh, definitely one sack in this game. But you're right. Frank Clark makes a huge difference. I yeah. think when Frank Clark returns, I think Dana has played so well that Dana's been backing up Frank Clark. But I could see a package on third and long where you got Dana on the right, Frank on the left, or swap them, and then you rotate Chris Jones back into the middle. I would love to see that. But, yeah, Frank Frank Clark, we need him back. But at least I think we're in agreement. Chris Jones, at least one sack. We're taking the over. All right, back to the defense. Uh, creating turnovers, we know that. I mean, we lost uh, that Chargers game because we turned the ball over four times. Uh, this defense not creating turnovers, so I'm going to set – Turnovers by the defense in the Bills game, 1.5 over under. What you got? Yeah, I mean, last game we definitely did not have any turnovers when we needed it. And this game we saw again, we technically had turnovers. However, uh, we wanted scooping scores or we also um, did not challenge plays when they should have been challenged. However, it was tough. Probably not. Eagles did a good job of getting to the line snapping. Yeah. Um, so New York didn't really see the turnover, or the Chiefs didn't see the turnover. So right. we did create some turnovers. That's true. However, it didn't end up uh, being a actual turnover. However, I do think I do think that we'll have a turnover. Um, not, I don't think we'll have two. Um, I think Josh Allen isn't going to make mistakes. I think we're going to be without Charverius Ward again, without Frank Clark. Um, so I, I'm going to set it at one pick by Sneed. Is I'll my take prediction. that. I'll one take Sneed, that. But I'm going to take the under. All right, let's move on to score predictions. I know that for Chiefs fans, it would be easy to just admit the Bills are a quality team, quality roster, mm-hmm. good coaching, good quarterback. But I don't know. What do you think? What's your score prediction? Man, I like we've been talking about this podcast. It's going to be a high-scoring high game. I feel like you definitely could pick the Bills to win. However, I'm never going to do that on this <laughs> podcast. With Mahomes, we're always going to win. That's what I think. That's what my heart says. That's what my head says. I'm predicting 48-42, both teams scoring 40 points in overtime. Mahomes takes the ball. And we score a touchdown to Travis Kelsey to win the game. That's my prediction. 48-42. That's a 90-point total. Man, that's close to that's close to the Rams for real. Um, yeah, I have it again. It's a high-scoring game. I, I wish it wouldn't be, but I think it's gonna be. Uh, I'm not going as high as you. I'm gonna say Chiefs 42-38. It's going to be a one-score victory. And I think um, I think Vegas will probably call this pretty close as well. But I do have the Chiefs winning. I think the defense is going to struggle. But I think I think that the Chiefs' offense really got back on track in that Definitely. Eagles game. I think they did. They're going to go in with confidence. It's mm-hmm. a home game. And so I got your Kansas City Chiefs winning 
42-38 over the Buffalo Bills. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening to the KC Red Friday podcast, where we talk about your Kansas City Chiefs every single Friday. Um, and hopefully next week we'll be coming to a win. Um, so we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. See ya!